The Undying Chat. Welcome back to the Undying Chat. I am your host Odin. This is my co-host Vader. That's me. We are back once again to talk about the things we love to play and do. Yes, we're back from the dead. Yes. What do we like to play and do, Odin? Lots of things. <laughs> That's um, right. I don't know. We've been missing in action. We are setting goals to work to have a more productive year. Uh, we got kicked off this, this year with doing a lot of housework. So we want to get back into the fun stuff. We have been playing heaps and lots has happened in the meantime. So we're not going to cover everything we've done, but we're going to cover the things that we've enjoyed the most. And before we get into the gaming side of things, I wanted to talk about Demon Slayer. Okay, yeah. Demon Slayer has been pretty awesome this season. It's a very short season, which I'm sad about, but the the final episodes and the the the, the directing and the editing and what is it, the animation, that's what I'm trying to say. It was like one big boss fight. Yeah, it was. But the animation was so good with Inosuke and his fighting and um, Zenitsu with his, what was it, it's like thunderbolt speed, what was it, what does he call it, thunderclap, thunderclap. yeah, yeah. and he can, he's got to the point where he can use it twice in one fight, and he had broken legs that were like wobbly and he was still like flying around. Tanjiro it. broke two of his fingers or something. Oh no, the bad guy broke his fingers. Yeah. We don't want to say spoilers for people who haven't seen it yet, but yeah, just the end. The animation is phenomenal. It's one of the best I've seen in an anime. And I just can't wait. Season 3's been announced. Uh, I think it's the Sword Making Maker's Village. Yes. Yeah. And we've seen um, shots. Obviously, people know who have read the manga. We're keeping away from the manga because we want to stick to the anime. And, yeah. So, there's obviously, we know which demons are and which Hashira are involved. I show the top demon slayers. And Oh, what's his name? I can't remember. The Ninja Hashira, the one that was the main focus of the entertainment district arc. Yeah. He's kind of like put his resignation in. He's like, oh, I'm retiring. Yeah. And the the other Hashira that meets him was like, Well, well, we need you. We need her her Hashira. And he was like, Don't worry, I know who can replace me. Tanjiro. Oh, yeah. It was pretty awesome. I reckon. Tanjiro is going to take over all of them. Like, they're all going to either retire or die. And then Tanjiro is going to be the, the Hashira. Yeah, that has all the all the abilities. Or he's just going to become, like, the Lord. Well, I think if it was going to be, like, um, One Piece or Naruto, probably. Because they're, like, yeah. massive long and been ages getting all these powers. But that would be kind of cool. We know there's only going to be five or six seasons. Unless they expanded on the mangas. What, what I think... I don't think I want them to expand. Maybe I think they could get away because the, yeah. the, the, they've done really well presenting the manga. Often arcs in a manga, anime that don't follow manga aren't as good. But maybe the writers, if this gets help from the original writer, maybe they could do something cool. But what yes. I could see value in for Demon Slayer is telling stories outside of Tanjiro. I know we. I'm a huge fan of his. He's mm. the man. He's so cool. Him and um, Nezuko working together, I want to see more of. But there's all these Hashira. There's like, what, 12 of them? Yeah. 10? 12? Uh, 12. They're spread out around the country, protecting people and fighting demons all the time. 
So like they could do little mini stories or um individual episodes of just in some of their battles that they come across. Yeah. And so that's what I think Demon Slayer could do. I don't think I want too much more of Tanjiro's story outside what's already been written. Mm. Do you, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think some side stories of the Hashiro would be cool. But uh, I do think that a bit more of Tanjiro, like, going off the manga. Like, if, like, yeah, like, if the original writers got... I would want her to be involved, mm. the original writer, because I, I don't want it to, to feel like it's not a part of the series. So I think she, I'd like to see her involved with the writing. I don't know much about her. I just know uh, that it's yeah. She the the main mangaka is yeah um, of the original, and she drew it most of it herself. So it's all yeah, it's all very cool, and I want to see more from it. It's just it's very cool manga. If you haven't seen it, it's awesome. You should. Well, the only thing for this arc, it's the previous. I think actually they covered for the first season. They covered probably two maybe arcs in that whole season. So that's why it was longer. And then they had the uh, Mugen Train as a whole another arc in one a movie. And then they've done the the shorter season. Mm. And so I think they've done two arcs per season or something like that, because the Mugen Train was turned into part of season two. Yeah. Awesome manga. Awesome and oh no, I can't say the manga. I believe it's awesome. I've heard it's awesome, but the anime is awesome. Yeah. Who's your? What's your favorite? What's your favorite part about this last season? Um, I don't know. Favorite part or? Well, yeah. Just what did you like about it? I thought it was very funny when they went undercover. Oh yeah, we haven't just explained that. Those ladies. So yeah, they went. They went. Uh, the main three: Inosuke, uh. Tanjiro and Zenitsu, they went undercover as what? As uh, like <laughs> ladies. <laughs> as ladies, yeah. Like in, in the um in the entertainment district as like geisha kind of apprentices. Tanjiro was too ugly as a girl though, so he <laughs> so he just did a bunch of cleaning. Yeah, it was, it was quite very funny. funny. But Inosuke was quite. Um, He's a pretty beautiful. boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then Zenitsu. Keep crying. Yeah, he kept crying. Yeah. I can't remember if they thought it was pretty or not. I don't think they did, but... Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it was it was a funny funny kind of start, slower start to the season, and then it got right into the action. With one big boss fight. I did like the um, the simile or the the similarity between the, in, the, the main demon and Tanjiro and Nezuko. Because the main demon were a brother and sister, um, and how they were bonded bonded together, but so's I like Tanjiro and um, Nezuko. So yeah. I kind of like that parallel. Um, but Tanjiro chose to fight, not to give up and yeah. become a demon. Well, I don't know if he could have, but yeah, I guess that could have. He could have. They could have. Yeah. Anyway, off topic. What else have we been up to in games-wise? Have we played any new board games, I guess? Catan. Oh, yeah, we got Catan for you for Christmas. There's not much to Catan to explain, really. I think almost everybody in the world's played it. It's Catan. Yeah. Don't know what else to tell you, it's Catan. But you like it, though? Yeah. Prior to that, I'd only played it, like, five, six times. Most of the... I think five of those times, four of those times, 
were in one week. <laughs> yeah, your school. But I think it we talked about that on the last episode. Yeah, board game. And I just played like Catalan like I, five five times. Yes, <laughs> what we could talk about that's different about it is we got the 25th anniversary edition. Oh, yeah. So which, we got glossiness. Yeah, and we got... Um, the two extra peoples. The two extra... Oh, it came with, with oh, the expansion, yeah, yeah. the six-player expansion. But it also came with something they've added since the release, release, yeah. release original release. Yeah. With um, stories, is what they call it? Settlers, no. They were, they were basically humans that you could hire for a short amount of time. Yeah, so there is... Special abilities. Yeah, so you can have like a, a hero quotation marks um, card which allows you to do a special ability um, which changes gameplay up a little bit which I thought was a bit interesting I'm sure it's stories stories? no I don't know why it'd be called stories neither do I but that's something like that I think it's the worst we don't even know what we're talking about nope but yeah it it changes uh, scenarios the scenario card. That does sound right, yeah. Yep, scenarios. It does sound kind of like stories. <laughs> but why scenarios, though? I don't... Well, they're adding more DL... DLC. I'm turning into DLC. you. DLC! <laughs> Expansions. It's DLC. That uh, have more of a narrative. So there's like a Dragons and Knights one or something. And so it changes the whole game. And so There's also like a water one where you can go... Yeah, those are old expansions. There's the um, Seafarers expansion and yeah. Cities and Knights. So it is DLCs because you download it from the board game... Into your brain? Into the actual game. Like you download it from the expansion pack into the actual board game. I don't know if that it's, counts it's as... It's DLC. It's DLC. I don't think that counts as DLC. Yes, it does. But we know everyone knows what we mean. <laughs> it's our weird um, quirk that we call board game expansions DLC. Well, I do. Or because of and you're you. turning into me. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you corrupted me. Yeah, so I purified be, you. I purified you. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Now I'm I'm shiny silver instead of rough. Yeah, you Dirty were silver. corrupted. Yeah, and I was I corrupted. You. Uh, but video games. Uh, what's you? What have you been playing? Um. Valhalla, the Vikings, the Vikings, not Vikings. Uh, yes, well, it is Vikings, Vikings, but Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. That's what I was thinking. It's like the most non-Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah, like <laughs> so. Something really random happens at the beginning. So you're in Norway, and then your brother, who's not actually your brother, you were kind of adopted into the clan and act as if you're basically brothers with him. Yep, brothers from another mother. Uh, <laughs> But then he was on his trip, and then, like, quite early in the game, he comes back from his trip to some place. Can't remember where. I think it was raiding. But he comes back with some people who were from, like, the original place of Assassin's Creed, like the desert kind of area, I think. Yeah, yep. And they were like, you know what? You seem like you're good enough. Take this hidden blade. And I'm like, what the? So, but your character's like, I don't want to put it on my um forearm. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to hit. I don't want to put it right here. But it's it's still like, so these random people come from another land to give you a hidden blade. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it did seem a little forced. I don't know what the uh, overarching story is. I I said this with the the Greek Odyssey one, that they just Ubisoft needed just release games. That, that aren't, aren't Assassin's, Assassin's Creed? Yeah, and Like, then, just straight up Valhalla. 
just released. I've heard one. that the, the next Assassin's Creed are going to reduce the size and have a more of a condensed area, which I'm keen on because these are just too big for me. Yeah, they do get a bit huge. They're just massive, massive games. Although I'm, I'm kind of confuddled because you can find like really cool like mythical weapons like Thor's hammer. Yep, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's gonna be in Norway, but it's not in Norway. I've searched the entirety of the Norway that I can explore, which isn't actually that much. Do you know where it is? Like, have you searched? Have you searched? No, it up? I don't want to search it. Up. Yeah, fair enough. I, I from I know, it's pretty hidden. From I, I bet. I have to. Well, I think I've explored most of the mysteries, or at least seen what all the mysteries are. And I guess they show most things on the map in Assassin's Creed, don't they? Yeah, so it, I assume it would be a mystery. Maybe a, maybe you get it in England. Like, you find a mystery in England and it takes you back to Norway? Or some I, reason I, Thor decided to come to England to leave his hammer? I'm guessing reason. it is in Norway, but I, I believe <laughs> it's going to be hidden behind multiple tasks that you have to do. Yeah, but I still think um, it would have shown up. I think it's under a rock somewhere. Mjolnir's just under a rock somewhere. A big rock. And I think people didn't know how to get it officially, and so they glitched through and got it early, but people have worked out how to get I've just heard videos about it, how complicated it is. I'm going to go to Norway. Get a, you can be a scalibur as well. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to look for the biggest rock. I don't know if it's just that simple. It's, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, just this massive game that looks cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. But you can go on raids, but sometimes the raids are like, eh. They're not as, sometimes they're not. Does it get repetitive? A little bit, yeah. It's still kind of fun. But then, yeah, sometimes, but also you start to lack the ability to raid. Um, because it's trying to make you focus on story? Well, no, not really. It's just I've done all the raids that are easy enough for me. But then I can't upgrade my settlement because that's how I get supplies. And I just want to upgrade the settlement, but I'm not strong enough, so I have to do the story. Oh. <laughs> so it makes me do the story to become stronger, to raid more, to upgrade my settlement. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, normally you just like to do the story in these games. Yeah, but raiding. You, you actually like the raiding, but it's just yeah. the difficulties jumped up pretty quick. Yeah. So, what I actually found is there's the the quite easy area, and then there's like harder, there's like easier areas for a little bit, then harder areas. Mm -hmm. But sometimes behind the hard areas, there are easy areas. Oh, that's weird. I think. Oh, I think can you, like. Can, in can you go one go? Case. Can you go around and get to them through? Because it's a big open map oh, in England, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty open. I think it's. Maybe, I don't know if they're completely surrounded by hard areas, but I think they're, like, mostly surrounded by really hard areas, and it doesn't make sense. But, yeah. That is odd. Again, I, I plan on trying it, it's just I, I don't want to get pulled into a game where I'm just running around the map yeah. forever. One thing that I found, I was like, I need some better, um, because there are, like, three different types of ingots, kind of thing. Yeah, for upgrades. To upgrade. Yep. And I was like, I need some better ingots to upgrade my stuff better. So I'm going to find a decently hard raid, not super hard, and I'm going to raid it, and I'm going to get so good loot, and I went there, and it was all supplies. <laughs> it was entirely it's a, supplies. It's always the way. Like, you yeah. never get what you want in these games. 
I was I was kind of hoping that the raids would give me like actual good. Sometimes they will have. Sometimes they've got ingots in them. Yeah. But most. Well, it's because a lot of, map, of times it just supplies. Maps so. so big they can't give you all the upgrades in everyone, or you'd end up with just too much upgrade stuff. Yeah, I'm. I'm starting to get into the bigger kind of league, so I'm starting to get slightly better. What's the Stuff. combat like? Do you like it? Is it much yeah, assassinating? Yeah, pretty good. I barely ever assassinate. Yeah, that's Sometimes, what I mean. Like, it doesn't feel like it's... Like, I just go raiding. Sometimes I'll, I have It's not have very to... assassin thing to do, Sometimes it village. makes me sneaky. <laughs> okay, so there's quests where you have to be a bit sneaky. Yeah, and sometimes I just want would rather be sneaky yeah. instead of fighting everyone but if they just drop the assassin's creed storyline through this it could straight have been up just a valhalla a, game yeah a straight up viking game i've actually been to asgard as well <laughs> that is kind of cool and some of the oh, dlc seems pretty awesome yeah but like in this part i can i wonder if those hammers and that's a thought that i had those hammer might be in might be in asgard but i don't well think that would so. make sense to be a honest a bit more sense i honestly don't know maybe you need to do some googling I don't want to Google, though. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but one weird thing is that I'm not actually technically in Asgard. I'm technically in the place of Odin, but they don't even call me Odin. They call me some weird name that isn't Odin. Well, do you remember what it is? No, but it's some Are you weird sure you're name. supposed to be Odin? I take the Odin place... does have many names. That, yeah, that is true. Um, but so yeah, I'm I... definitely take the place of Odin, I'd considering I... Uh, have, but I yeah I'm definitely supposed to be Odin because I get worried about a wolf that's gonna eat me from prophecies and I'm up on the oh, high yes, tower yeah and I gotta tell this dwarf dude I think it's dwarf I don't know I gotta tell someone to make chains and stuff so I'm definitely Odin yep well you are definitely Odin but in the game you're playing the, the stories of Odin acting it but I still look like my um character do you know that's it's kind of getting gameception. Because Assassin's Creed is about you're playing a game of someone who's reliving the oh, memories, yeah, that's, that's reliving weird. the memories of an ancestor, and then that ancestor's reliving the memories of a god, Odin. That <laughs> and is so pretty Odin's weird. playing a, so, as someone who's playing as someone who's playing as someone <laughs> called you. Yeah, no, who's playing as Odin? Like yeah, the, so. The, it goes back to me, except if it was modern day Odin, and I was playing, it would be in a loop. That would be very funny. Well, it if is I a loop. To... It's like, I think it's Ouroboros, is like the, the snake that eats its own tail. Oh, it, yeah. It, it's it, the land, um, the world serpent. Is he? It tra- it, like, it's so big. It circles the world. That it goes, circles yeah, yeah. the entire world and bites itself from the tail. Yeah. You find it in, um, yeah, in um, God of War. God of War, which I'm excited for, the sequel. God of War... Ragnarok? Yes. I kind of want to finish God of War so I can play the second one, because that does look cool. Oh, yeah, you started it. But, But like... (sighs) What what does... I don't know. You've got to use words. No, I don't. The human word... The um, the human language does not... No, it it doesn't (laughs) uh, emphasise my emotions enough. (laughs) So I I don't think you're a huge... (laughs) I, I went back in when you started playing again a couple of months ago and I and you tried fighting this like Valkyrie lady. Yeah, it's like the only thing I didn't do originally and she, the the chief Valkyrie and she's just stupid hard. 
And I originally thought the combat was quite good, but I found it really hard to go back to it. it felt I clunky. found it really kind of boring. I don't know. Maybe when you get a bit further in, it gets more exciting. But I found it kind of boring. You can do some pretty cool moves and combos. But yeah, but I also didn't really... Need, I forgot. I think I, I think I just didn't know where to go anymore, and it kind of just got boring. I don't know. Yeah, no, fair enough. And you got other games to get to. But yeah, I'm surprised how much it... I don't know if it's dated. If I think I started from the beginning, I might ease back into the controls. Yeah. But after playing games like Sekiro and and all these newer games, um, it's hard to go back to that because... And Ghost of Tsushima, because they're so quick and fluid, whereas God of War did feel a little bit heavier and clunkier. Yeah, but it's not I necessarily a criticism because I loved I mean. that game when it came out. Like I really, really it enjoyed it. It seems like a really cool and game. And I hated. And it was pretty good. I was never a fan of the old God of Wars. I think this is the best thing. There were other God of Wars. Yeah, yeah, but it's all like third, like uh, like the top down view, like cameras way out, and it's just hack and slash. You just you're swinging your ch- oh, that chain blade. Sound interesting. And it's very old school. Whereas this is a lot more modern. But I'm hoping they've kind of improved the combat. And added to what they did with the last one um, a lot more. So the original God Awards, it's Greek mythology. Yeah, isn't he I'm a Greek god the, uh, in the North War? Uh, he's oh, not. No, he he's, was... I think he might be part god in this lore. Like he's a demigod. But he's oh, just yeah, he angry. he might have been a demigod. But he, was, he's he not killed ag- a bunch of gods. Yeah. But he, and he's um, Spartan. He's a Spartan, yes, he's a Spartan yeah. god killer, basically. Yeah. He and he's come start. to Norway. But basically get away from his past. Um, So I know I played the PSP. I think we've talked about this before. I played the PSP God of War right through, but the other ones I never really stuck with it. How did we get into God of War? Because it's what you you played. Uh, Oh, no, we talked about Viking stuff. And we're talking about (laughs) Norse stuff. That's what it got me. My brain was thinking about Norse. Anyway, what have I played recently? Um, I got Resident Evil 8 or Village. Uh, on a really good special and it is a fantastic game still prefer I've said this before with 7 I still prefer if it was third person I don't like first person but that's the point it's horror so it needs to be first person I find first person the most unimmersive gaming experience out that there that makes and no sense I know and a lot of people think say will think and say first person is more immersive Whereas I don't feel like that. I feel like I'm playing a video game. Whereas when I can see my character interact with the world, I can imagine being in that situation better. It's just the way I think. Opinions are different. Only. It's your, it's your body disembodied. It's your like spirit disembodied from your yep. body, and you're actually like over there by the shelf. I'm like a stand from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And you have no idea what I'm talking about, so I won't bring that up any again. Yeah. Uh... But you're like you're like you're vision is from basically from the shelf is what you're saying that that's how you feel more realistic when you play a video no but when i'm playing video games because i see them in the world whereas when it's just this disembodied hand or gun it doesn't feel that i'm in the world it feels this is a disembodied hand no it's connected to my body and i can see it but first person shooters never like they never show you the legs of the person if they do it always looks really weird that that is i don't know i don't yeah i prefer third person Third and I'm really, I'm really hoping with the remake of Resident Evil 4 that they don't move it to first person. They are remaking it and they're changing Wait, it. It was up. always third person? Yep. Yeah. And when you targeted, it would just, the camera would punch it over the shoulder. Oh, yeah. 
and you'd look over the shoulder. Uh, again, Resident Evil 8 is still much better than 7. I enjoyed 7, but 8 was... Wasn't f- 7 just a bit... Just tried getting too scary or something? I well, can't it focused remember. on the horror side yeah. and this as well, but it br- br- bit brought back a lot of like the more silliness that Resident Evil traditionally has. Like Resident Evil 4, again, is in, really in a dark it, European so. village, kind of like this one is. And there's this random merchant who's just like all spooky and, and well, not spooky. He's kind of like mysterious guy, just sells you stuff. Was his name the Duke and was he really fat? No. In this one, there is the funny Duke who sells you stuff, but he actually references and says things, which the Resident Evil 4 guy says. Really? Yeah. He like, when he says goodbye, he says, oh, this is something I heard from a fellow, fellow merchant. Or so, he says something along those lines. And it's, I'm pretty sure it's a reference to the guy from 4. And yeah. I really liked that. And even the Duke, he was this oversized guy who manages to get around into small rooms, even though he's the size of a room. Um, and has like. Yeah, he fit through this tiny door. And he has like this wagon um, pulled by horses, and he probably weighs more than the wagon and horses combined. But like, it's just that little bit more silliness, even yeah. though it's scary and intense at times. And the story's pretty gritty there is just this weird campiness to it and that's what i always liked about the original resident evils they weren't horror games to me they were a horror setting but they were also kind of funny because they were hyper silly hyper horror or so horror that it wasn't horror it was still make you scared and jump but it wasn't that it was being scary out of grossness or blood and gore it was being scary because you knew that it was hard to stay alive as your character so, again, I really like Resident Evil 8 because it felt like they've got that formula back. Scary, intense, clenching your butt moment. <laughs> but you said t- clenching and I was like, butt clenching. But then you said it already. <laughs> Wait, you shared my brain. You oh, can... no, no, I was going there. Don't you worry. Okay. Uh, and you, you hold your breath moments... But it's there's still some like wacky stuff in between. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm excited to see what comes next. Apparently there's DLC coming to it, oh, which yeah. I don't mind playing. It's made me want to go back and play the DLC for Resident Evil 7. I only played the Mercenaries in the 8th. Oh yeah, I let you have a go of that. Yeah, I was so good. I, I bet all of the size scores totally. Yeah. No, you didn't. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> I think out of all the recent bonus add-ons that's been my favorite the mercenaries yeah yeah well it's it reminds me of the mercenaries from nemesis the original where you're just kind of going through the area and trying to get high scores and killing quickly um and moving fast that's what it felt like mm. whereas i didn't like the resident evil 3 remakes add-on it was a bit boring i didn't like it okay um but yeah, so I've been playing. What have all you folks at home been playing? Let us know. We want to hear what you've been playing and so we can tell you to play the games thing games we like. They're like, <laughs> we've been playing Soju Valley, the best game ever. Elden has been playing that, but I'm not really going to talk about it because what? it's just about picking up berries and selling them. It's no nice. <laughs> you've got some questions for me? Yeah. All right, shoot from the hip. Okay. Bang. What Ow. was the... <laughs> What was the name of the first raid to be released in Destiny? Oh, Vault of Glass. Damn. I thought you didn't like Destiny. I'm shooting from the hip. I played heaps of Destiny originally. It just Bang. went on too long. Yeah. 
what what is the name of Shovel Knight's adventuring partner? Oh. Oh, Shield Knight. Jeffrey Bezos. No, it's uh. Yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey <no>. Bezos. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty funny, actually. Uh, Shield Knight. Oh man, I'm so good. <laughs> you are the best. Okay, developed by Uzi, U, Ubisoft Montpellier, and released in 2014. Which puzzle game explores the interwining lives of four playable characters against the setting of the First World War? Oh, oh. I think I played this game. I'm pretty sure I remember it. What's the actual question? Because it was so long. Who released it? Or um, what's the name of the game? Which puzzle game? Yes. Yeah, so Valiant Hearts? Close. Oh. Keep going. Keep going. It's a Valiant though. Yeah, but keep going. I believe in you. Valiant. Well, it's Valiant Hearts, yeah. Oh, so I was right. Yeah, but keep going. Valiant Hearts. A World War One story? <laughs> Lies! No, it's the Great War. Oh, well, that's... Lies! You got uh, it wrong. Valiant Hearts. <laughs> that's the actual name. I don't need the tagline or the sub-name. Everyone title. needs the sub That's worth at least 0. 0.75 of a point. 0.2 points. <laughs> 2.2 2 points? I'll take it. I want 4.2. No. 0.2 points. No, that's not fair. That's the main name. Valiant the Hearts. The title is the more important one. Okay, what's the subtitle to Elden Ring? The Elden Ring. <laughs> See? Is there even one? <sighs> well, there's a tagline. Rise Tarnished. If you didn't hear that because he just zipped away. It was... Rise Tarnished. That's yeah. not even. It's not even on the front cover. I have only ever heard of Valiant Hearts as Valiant Hearts. Okay, Never fine. the Great War. Okay, fine. One point, I take it. Fine. Okay. I'll meet you in the middle. One point, one points. <laughs> Okay, I'm on three points. Let's go. Last question, last question. Set in a hospital, what is the name of the first campaign in the 2008 game Left 4 Dead? What is the campaign? What is the name of the first campaign, yeah? Left 4 Dead? Is it just called Left 4 Dead? No! (laughs) Waiting room? I don't know. (laughs) No. I actually don't know. uh, No mercy. No mercy. Right. You got it. You failed the entire quiz. No, three out of four is pretty good. No, you got to get four out of four. Did you folks at home listening? Did you get any of those questions right, or am I better than you? They're like, yes, <laughs> we fast forwarded it, got all the answers, and, <laughs> and the <back>. rewind. <laughs> That's cheating. Don't do that. Right. So I think we don't want to keep this podcast too long because we're getting hungry, and we're probably going to talk ages about the other new game we played. <laughs> we're we're so excited for it. It is from our favourite... Is it your favourite developer? Yes. I mean... In recent years. My favourite developer from software. Yes. One of my favourite developers. Who's your other favourite developers? That guy that made... Stardew Valley. Yes. (laughs) Yes. What's the name of his studio that he... Concerned Ape. Oh, good job. Honestly... I was so annoyed because the playthrough I was doing. This isn't going to be long. This isn't going to be long. I promise. I promise. This isn't going to be long. Um, But, so, have you ever heard of the star jobs? You can eat star jobs and they give you increased energy. Okay, basically. Oh, yeah. There's a shooting stars. You can find them. Is that right? Like purple stars. They're not shooting. But, yeah, you find them from different things. They're purple But they're on the ground. You find them on the ground. No. Oh. You find them from different things, like getting, I think it's like, 
12 hearts with your spouse, you can only get 10, but once you marry them, you can get an extra two, or maybe okay. four. But uh, there are a couple ways to get them. Anyway, they increase your energy. Never heard of them. But basically, that's because you only played like 10 minutes. Anyway. <laughs> so, at the beginning of the game, you say your favourite thing, right? Calm down. Okay, but at the beginning of the game, you say your favourite thing. Yeah. Like, no. And when you eat star fruit. Yes. Yeah. Um. Like star fruits or just star drops. Star drops. Yeah, the star drops. Sorry, there is okay. a star fruit. Are there but... shooting stars that you can find in this game? Like no. they just randomly hit the no. ground and you. No. Fun? No. Let's so... give another game. Sorry. <laughs> yes. You're thinking of Breath of the Wild. Anyway. Yes, they are in that. Okay, continue. Okay, so What's his when you eat thing? the star drop, so if you, you can like, there's a favorite thing at the beginning of the game when you create your character, and you can put like something like cookies. Anyway, when you eat a star drop, it's like, it reminds you of your favourite thing. There's a little easter egg if you put Concerned Ape. It's, um, there's like a side message saying, oh, thanks guys. Thanks for me. And I put that because I couldn't think of anything else. And I never like putting my favourite thing. Anyway. But it, I ate a star drop and it didn't happen. I think I either spelled Concerned Ape wrong or like forgot a capital or something and it made me so sad. Oh, stink. Anyway, we can talk to Elden Ring, although you already mentioned it. I didn't really follow most of that, but I hope you folks did. (laughs) I was talking pretty fast because you told me to not. Because I told myself to not. It's not talking ages, but that's okay. I'm glad you like. Because you kept asking questions. From my favorite developers from software, I've been playing. I haven't played all their games. I've been playing their games since Demon Souls. And I have enjoyed every single one of them. And that's rare because I love Final Fantasy VII. You didn't like Final and Fantasy I Square, something else. And Square Enix was my favorite, one of my favorite developers back in the day because of um, uh, Xenoblade, Xenoblade, Xenogears, Xenogears, um, Final Fantasy Seven, uh, Secret of Mana. They did all these cool game RPGs that I loved as a kid. Uh, Chrono Trigger. Yeah. But then. Yeah, then I don't expect every Final Fantasy to be any good anymore. Like, they've kind of got worse and worse. You didn't like the one where you drove a car around, did you? At at the first section, it felt really cool and was different, but then it kind of got really boring. Yeah, I started playing that again ages ago and then got very bored very quickly. I'm excited for this um, Final Fantasy Origin, uh, this Origin, Origins? Paradise something? We played the demo. It's a retelling of the original Final Fantasy 1 but in a dark version of it. <laughs> so the original Final Fantasy 1 was like little sprites. I don't even think it had more than two colours. No. It's Wait, going back. So it's real, So if real... it had cloud, it would just be like a purple dot on a yellow, like on a, like on a yellow dot. It's, no, they would have, they had sprites, but it might have been, I might have been black and white on Game Boy. Yeah. I actually don't remember. If it was on something like Game Boy, it would have been green and black. Maybe it was, it maybe like it was coloured, maybe it was Nintendo, green. maybe I'm thinking the Nintendo one. Anyway, it's one of the original Final Fantasies, and it's, and it's been remade, and or fancy, and uh, retelling the story, and that looks cool. But anyway, I'm, I digress. <laughs> it's very rare you have a de- favourite developer who constantly releases good games. And from software, since Demon's Souls, I've loved Demon's Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, not as much, but I still really enjoyed it. Sekiro, Bloodborne, uh, Duracine, the VR game, and now we have... They made that? Yeah. I actually didn't know that. I, I love that game. It was phenomenal. It was amazing. The story. I never actually saw you 
Like I never, I saw you never played it, but yeah, you you sat through most of the story. Just the world and and the feeling it gave was just incredible. And so I was pretty excited for Elden Ring coming out. I was trying to keep my hype down, and I was staying away from any media content about the game. Except that time you accidentally looked at the horse. Yeah, when was that? I'm so disappointed in you. (laughs) You saw that there was a horse. Yeah, it's hard not to see little clips here and there, but I didn't watch any full trailers except the announcement trailer, which was like three years ago now. So I've been pretty excited. In recent years, Odin has got onto Dark Souls, Bloodborne. Recent years? You mean like recent years since I was one? No, you didn't play them. You enjoyed watching me play it. Here's a story for the folks to hear. Odin used to sit on my lap and watch me play Dark Souls. uh, Dark Souls 1 came out 2011. And Odin was born in 2010. So he was... It was like a year and a half old. He'd sit on my lap and he would watch me play and to help cheer me on cheer me on uh attacking bad guys and one of his first kind of sentences early sentences was backstab it's not Um, a sentence it's just a word backstab is one word yeah there's two words involved is backstab one word backstab is one word back's one word and stab's one word do you combine them to make one word yeah don't look at me like that (laughs) something is one word isn't it? Something's one word. Yeah, but that's no. Some and thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Some words do combine to make new words, but I don't know about backstab. Backstab, yes, it's one word. Those, um, those academics listening to us, let us know if it is one word or not. It's I don't know. Word. Anyway, I'm one of those academics. Oh, whatever. It's, it's one word. Stupid <laughs> is as stupid does. Um, and yeah, so we were—he was a big fan of as a kid, and he liked it so much that he even dragged his mum to play while I was at work one day, and made her play, and so he could watch. But then, only in the last few years, you've been playing it yourself, as you've got older. Yeah. And he's got into them in a big way. So we picked up Elden Ring, and we have spent the good chunk of this weekend. It's the first exploring. It's the first Souls games that I've played on release. On release day, you're correct. Or actually played. Was it Dark Souls 3 that came out in when I was born? Or was that... Yeah, yeah, so since Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2, Bloodborne and Sekiro have all come out. Well, I've been alive. Yeah. Okay, it's just the first one I've played on release. Yeah. Sekiro I didn't play on release. Bloodborne I was probably too young. Like, too all young. of them I was yeah, too yeah. young, never played. Yeah, yeah. But Elden Ring I did. And what it is, uh, it's, it's a fantasy adventure game, action RPG. In a high fantasy setting, uh, the story and world building was supported by the author J- George R. R. Martin, who is the author behind a big franchise I've never read, Game of Thrones. Uh, but is that a movie as well? Like, uh, not there's a TV show. Yeah, show yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people who like the books and the shows, and it's it was a big thing on HBO. So he's a big deal, and so it's kind of interesting that he's involved with the game. Uh, I believe he's only involved with some of the world building, not actually like with the story. But I don't, yeah, I don't know exactly how he's involved. But I think his if he was involved in the story, there'd definitely be a so- um a throne of swords. <laughs> well, I found a sword of swords. <laughs> that might be a reference right. to him. Was it of swords or was it just? Crystals? Yeah, no, it's a, I found a great sword. Just found it before we started recording. I, I know, I found it as 
Th- oh, you got it just after me. Yeah, you beat the boss. Yeah. The... We won't say where it is. We're, we're trying to talk about Elden Ring without too many spoilers. Was but it I th- actually sword? I th- yeah, oh, okay. it's a giant sword with little sword blades coming. Maybe that is a reference to him. I think it might be. I think it would. Be I didn't think about that. I might have to read the description again now. I might read the description and see if it is more of a reference. I think it would have been a little more funny. More funny if we find a, a sword of a throne, a throne of, swords. of swords. Although I think we still could. Yeah, there's a chance. We probably would. Uh, but this this is very much like Dark Souls. It plays like Dark Souls three with a little bit more of a flair of Sekiro. Like it's a little bit fl- more fluid. I find. And there's a jump. For the first time in a Souls game, there's an yep. actual jump rather than a like sprint, let go, and push again for you to jump. Dark you Souls. Sekiro. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's why there's a little bit of Sekiro. But Dark Souls yeah. has never had a jump, like a proper jump. Yeah. Demon like, Souls, yeah, no like jump. jump. Dark Souls 1 had a jump where you sprint and release and then tap. Dark Souls 2 re- introduced that you could sprint and then click in the L3. Um. And I What's, think that's how you jump in that game. Yeah, that's it was super dumb. hard. Whereas this actually has proper platforming. It is a full open world, which you I've enjoyed. I kind of need to jump. I've enjoyed for the first 10, 12 hours. I will admit now I'm getting a little tired exploring the open world. Never. But not the same I would because there's not just random icons everywhere. There still has the mystery and excitement of exploring in a Souls game because you just don't know what's around the corner. Yeah, everything's not- mental. No, unlike Assassin's Creed games. Well, you know this is going to be another village in England. Yeah, there's like, mis- you you can already see where like the mysteries are in Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah, they show you where everything is. Where this, it's like literally nothing. You don't even have the map unless you find it. And even then, it doesn't show you nothing. See, I've always, been, I've always people always used to get mad at Dark Souls. There's no map. And I'm like, well, you don't need a map. Like, if you get, <laughs> yeah, no- if you get stuck in a medieval dungeon I, the, the bad guy's not going to go oh yeah take a map with you and so I've always liked that there's no map and so I don't know how but I feel I don't feel... know why you need a map it's pretty straightforward yeah exactly the Dark Souls well it is a bit convoluted but Sometimes. it is it's more linear dungeons and levels yeah. you progress through this isn't so I understand why they have added a map but it's not like it's holding your hand and like here's an icon go here yeah. It's that you go explore and you find what's out there. And, and it, you already need to go quite deep into the area to find a map. Yeah. Like And that all that does is shows you the topography. It doesn't really show you where anything is. It doesn't yeah. it never provides locations. It is a very simple medieval looking map of someone's hand drawn, here's a big tree. Um Yeah. And it's not even super accurate. I don't know if you've noticed that. The giant trees, which are a, a thematic mm part of the game uh, aren't actually the when you find them the actual found icon is not where the giant tree is on the map yeah it's nearby but it's because the draw map is not meant to be super accurate it's a guide but it's open world dark souls yeah and the enemy types i've probably only seen i'd say a quarter of the map at this point after 15 hours yeah about a quarter of the map um, it's a pretty big map, and I've seen a bit more of the map. At least you have. have. Um, and it's it's massive, and there's been a lot. I would say there's probably fifteen enemy types, twenty enemy types I've already encountered. Yeah, and there's some really bizarre things. Like we found land, a little like, land octopus. Yeah, a ball of octopus. But I found some weird sludgy monster 
that's not even really that large. It's just this tiny little sludge on the floor, and it just attacks you. And they're really annoying to kill because I don't. I think they're weak to fire. But yes, I've got oh, yeah, magic and the, swords. Dark Souls always does the blobs that are weak to fire. Yeah, and they. they I remember when I used to one shot stuff like that with my firestorm. Yep. Those were the good old days. Demon Souls. One shotting a boss. But yeah, I don't know what to say without spoiling it. There's, there's a horsey. Um, what have you enjoyed the most, Odin? Is it the combat? Yeah, the combat's great. Open the whole game is pretty good. It's. I said a long time ago, The Witcher Three is a great game. It just needs better combat. And this, since released, they've updated it, and it's much better. But I actually said on a previous podcast that I used to host on that it would be a perfect game if it had Dark Souls combat. And basically, Dark Souls should buy the um should buy the game. Buy the rights to Witcher. Yeah, and then change. The and combat. that's what this is. It doesn't have the the same this because it's a Dark Souls storytelling. There isn't the dialogue that the Witcher has, which kind of makes what the Witcher is great. And it's different, so it's hard to compare. But this is an open w- area where you have groups of enemies you can fight, and they but they g- have given you more tools or strategies to use that previous Soul games haven't. And I think they've taken a little bit what they've learned from all the like Bloodborne. They've taken a little bit from Sekiro and what they've learned about making those games and fuse it into this. Oh yeah, um, and because you got they and they took weapon arts from D- Dark Souls Three. And kept it in this game, but they've added in like items, like you can summon little ghost buddies to help you. Something that's definitely a reference There's to crafting Bloodborne. Now. You can get runes. I know that's not oh, really yeah. a reference I know what you mean. to Bloodborne, I mean, but but, like... in, but it is because in, in Bloodborne you get unlocked ability to yeah. equip runes at some point, which you don't start with, and so it is similar. Mm. Um, they've got rid of. I don't, I don't want to say too much about the gameplay because I don't like to be spoiled. If people are planning to get it who are listening, I don't want to spoil too much. There's just a lot of different things you can do to build your character that's different from previous games. Mm. Even the fact that you can um, choose if you're having uh, FP or your mana, your magic points, you're choosing to have them, um, your mm. potions on uh, to revive that, or your hit points, so you can actually switch between the two at any, not at any time, by going to the rest points. Which are uh, lost grace instead of bonfires. The bonfires. They're basically a bonfire, but with grace. Light. Light. Great, graceful light bonfires. Yep, that's the one. Without a sword status, stabbing well, I, through, I, I don't know, it's just, it's been really cool. I've, I've gone and fought, Odin's gone a little bit further, I would say, the story path than I have. Yes, because I've defeated a whole nother story boss than you have. Yes, uh, I've done. We've both uh, done one story boss, but I think in total we've probably killed. I would say ten plus bosses or mini bosses. Yeah, boss bar enemies that that where the boss bar appears at the bottom of the screen. I've defeated a pretty big boss that I'm not gonna say, but it didn't have a boss bar. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> not going to mention it because I don't want to spoil it, but I got a lot of souls from it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say and it's a boss, though. It's it's not a boss. It's just something that it's doesn't good... fight back. We, st- we still don't know if it was a good thing. <laughs> it was definitely a good thing. <laughs> it did, yeah, that's a it's weird one. a lot of souls, and it can't fight back. But there's just so much within this game um, that seems to improve on it. I forget, it's brought back mana. Dark Souls 1 didn't have mana or FP. 
focus That's points. That's right. It didn't. It, it had uses, which uses. is a D and D kind of is thing. Is that Dark Souls One? Wait. No, it's not Dark Souls One. Lies. It's Dark Souls Two. I can't remember now. It was Dark Souls Two, I think. Why are you tapping my knee? Because <laughs> it was definitely Dark it's Souls so... Two. It was Dark Souls Two. I remember when we started Dark Souls Two. Um. Yeah, when we started Dark Souls Two, I went to Wizard again. I think. Yeah. Oh, I. I... They're all kind of merging in my brain. No, I know it, they've it switched between... Two. Is it... No, Demon Souls definitely, definitely is magic. Yes. Dark Souls 2 is the one that had, like, you had a specific amount of uses on a spell before you had to go back to the rest site. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, this has got the the mana bar. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to say for sure because I my brain remember, remembers them all together. This is basically well, all the games sure. combined in my head is now Elden Ring. I'm going to say for sure it was Dark Souls 2. And it'll be hilarious. We're going to check afterwards. It's going to be Dark Souls 3, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, it was Dark Souls 2. And, but it's just a really cool game. Like, I had my I had my hopes up a little bit, and I was expecting to just be disappointed. But once again, I've talked about this, it's very rare that a studio pulls out phenomenal games one after the other. And this is, what, Demon, Dark, Dark 2, Dark 3, Sekiro, Bloodborne. Uh, Deracine, this is the eighth, eighth game? Is that right? Yeah. Eighth game in, in 13 years that, in my opinion, have been fantastic games. It's only been eight games that they've released, though, haven't they? Only uh, eight games. They haven't released any of them? Not that I'm aware of. They may have done a re-release of an old game. And they before this they did other games. Before this they have old games, just the very old. Okay. They've got back in the day PlayStation One. They've got some first person Dark Souls type games. Okay, but like, okay. Um, I'm actually yeah. thinking maybe I should play Deracine myself. It's worth it's, it. It's VR, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But you so you've got like specific points that you jump around to. I kind of would, the VR is very cool, but it'd be kind of cool to be able to play that, not VR as well. And yeah. just walk around in first, in first person. Are you using person. a controller or using motion? Um, I honestly can't remember. I think you can do both. No, I think it's hand. I think it's the motion things. You pick up things. You pull the trigger and pick up things and look at things. Okay. Cool. I think I'll play that. Yeah, it's worth it. Um... But if you've got anybody's got questions about Elden Ring, if you're thinking about getting it, we highly recommend it. Oh, I recommend it. Do you recommend it, Odin? Elden Ring? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you've got questions before you dive in, feel free to ask us. We're happy to chat about it. Uh, direct messages. We're trying to be a bit vague because we don't want to spoil anything. It is a very, very cool experience. Uh, it has the meat walls that Dark Souls is famous for, and what I mean by that is that there are areas that you just okay, this is too hard, I can't go this way. So you mm-hmm. head off on another line, but there's a lot of freedom uh, to to go elsewhere as well. Like yeah, the I'm... game encourages you to go, okay, go straight up this path and through this here, this castle. And both men were like, mm, "See ya!" And we went off our own way and have leveled up and found things and just been. Bl- we're both sitting next to each other while we play and go, oh, "Look what I found! Look what I found!" <laughs> and Odin's done more. I'm still waiting for a wizard. I haven't found a wizard yet. Oh, we haven't talked about characters. I guess we could talk about that. I'm go. a wizard. You're a wizard, Odin. <laughs> yeah, I'm a wizard. There's nothing else to say. I'm a wizard. It does seem like it's a little easy mode. So no. 
it's not actually that much easier. Well, if you get caught in a, in a sticky bind close up, you get stuck. But I've seen you take care of bosses that I've struggled with because you just go pew, pew, pew from a distance. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Well, some of the bosses, they're like, meow, and chop, chop, chop. The really fast bosses that can come up to me really quickly, it kill me. Yeah, I think you talk faster than those bosses. <laughs> you Precisely. need to slow down. <laughs> slow mo. You just said you just said that fast in a deep voice. Anyway, Lines. and I I went as the samurai because I I just can't help myself. I need samurai. To, yeah, I always end up with the katanas in these games. I really, 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 really should try other things. No. I find it hard to do, <laughs> but I found it enjoyable yeah, having a bow. The bow seems quite useful in this. No, just magic. You need magic. It's better. Oh, we've got different characters. It's fine. You <laughs> don't have to be the right and only way, Odin. <laughs> but as what I'm trying to say is that I've never really dealt with the bows, except for Demon Souls, to kill the Red Dragon. And that one time in Dark Souls 1, where we were in this place, there was like a lava place, and there were these things that we could only reach. I couldn't even reach with magic, or you couldn't reach it. And we needed to use boats to shoot them in the face. Oh, yeah. There's always, like the there's always odd, odd places, um, but the bow has been quite cool. And you can craft now, so you can craft arrows, and it creates a little bit of variability in the game. Well, it's an open-world game. They kind of need to do crafting. Yeah, and what I do like is that the traversal's pretty good. The horse, you summon, it's a magical horse, and you appear right on it, so it's not like... Sometimes it's really hard to do in combat, like turning around. But yeah, it's not supposed to be easy to turn around. Well, it's a horse. I know. But it's still quite... It feels horse-ish, and like a horse should, but also not like a horse should. It's still quite... Agile and free, it can double jump for one. It's a magic horse. It's yes, that you can <laughs> magically summon. You step onto it, and it magically summons beneath your butt. And as soon as you get off it, it disappears. And so and then, I think yeah. that's quite good because other it makes sense in more realistic other open worlds where you kind of whistle, and your horse runs towards you, but you got to wait for it. I do um, this. You just no, straight on it. A lot of games, I think, also Breath of the Wild. Well, you could keep running. You know, no, some of the newer ones are good. And then up to you, and then you jump onto Go, it. Ghost of Tsushima does that, but there's usually yeah. a waiting period, whereas this is you're straight on the horse and off. Well, yeah, that's pretty good, but like... Which they can do, because it's a fantasy. It's made mm. up, it's magical. And I guess why, I get why Ghost of Tsushima can't do that, but I do I don't know, like I, it. I think it might be able to pull it off. No, that game's based in reality. With and magical sides. There's no magic in... Ghost of Tsushima? What are you talking about? Why are you blinking at me? There's <laughs> yeah. no magic in Ghost of Tsushima. Sure. No. What There's the them... legends, which is supposed to be fantasy. Isn't them dim foxes pretty sketchy? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's talking about... The whole point of, of Ghost of Tsushima is talking about b- the belief in this, the Shinto or Buddhist beliefs. No, I'm going to figure out... I'm going to remember if there's any magic. Well, that's what the whole point is, is that... In, they're praying for guidance from nature. That's the belief system. And so it's based in reality. That the wind. People believe that the wind is guiding them. And in history, the actual... They were protected. Tsushima avoided the invasion of the Mongols because a giant storm came and washed their fleet away. Whereas in this, all it's doing is creating that, that storm is Jin Sakai. He's the one that forced the... 
the Mongols out because he is the storm. He is the he is the force of nature. I think there was and an actual was, storm as well. Though. Yeah, but he he was as the game goes on, the storm gets worse as you get stronger. I think, and so it? you're tied to the storm. You are part of that nature's force, and you're being pre- help the 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 land itself is protecting its people with your help. And so it's it's grounded in reality. Yes, it's slightly hyperbolic and slightly over the top, but there isn't actually magic. And if you think about Iki Island, it's not again. It's not magic. They're using drugs and hallucinogenics to drugs to cause trouble, to make people see visions. Don't do drugs. Exactly. So I stand by my case, and Elden Ring is fan- fantastic. We love it. Fantastic fantasy. Yes, it is really good. The combat. No one does third-person action combat like From Software. It Nobody. Is so good. So good. I think Neo has got the closest, but even then, it's still not quite the same. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's very good. Sekiro's combat's different, though. But again, it's it's different, kind but of, it's but so it's... good. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. It's still pretty good, but I didn't like Sekiro as much. It was still good. I think not if much. you go back to it as you get a bit older, I think you might appreciate it a little bit more. Probably. But for now, I didn't like the combat as much. It was hard. It's a very hard game. Yeah. But I love the setting, so it makes me push through. Well, so I prefer it. just doing lots of damage instead of um, stunning enemies. Yeah, well, the, yeah, exactly. The Sekiro is not about necessarily doing damage. It's about um, putting people off guard to be able to do damage. About parrying and blocking. Yeah, it's not what I'm about. I'm about either using magic spells to slap them in the face <laughs> or slapping them with a giant club. Those are my two fighting styles. Yep. Odin is a very simple man. <laughs> and on that... slapping it with magic or slapping it with a club. It's all about slapping. And on that note, we're going to wrap this episode up. It's been a lot of fun chatting about Elden Ring, but we want to get back to playing Elden Ring because yes. it is awesome. And let us know if you've got any questions. We want to get back into this regularly. Hearing from you helps us be motivated to keep on chatting keep the undying chat going odin what have you got to say anything final words any words of wisdom stage release is a good game <laughs> <laughs> we, we know that. i wouldn't say that's wise it's very wise all right then this is the undying chat but the chat never dies we'll catch you next time bye bye bye